Chapter Five, Part Four of A Problem in Modern Ethics by John Addington Simons. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Giessen. Chapter Five, Literature, Medicine, Part Four. Psychopathia sexualis mit besonderer Berücksichtigung der konträren Sexualempfindung von Dr. R. von Kraft Ebing, Stuttgart, Enke, eighteen eighty nine. Kraft Ebing took the problem of sexual inversion up when it had been already investigated by a number of pioneers and predecessors they mapped the ground out and established a kind of psychical chart we have seen the medical system growing in the works of moreau and tarnowsky if anything kraft ebing's treatment suffers from too much subdivision and parade of classification it is only however by following the author in his differentiation of the several species that we can form a conception of his general theory and of the extent of the observations upon which this is based he starts with a sexual inversion as an acquired morbid phenomenon then he reviews b sexual inversion as an inborn morbid phenomenon a sexual feeling and sexual instinct he begins remain latent except in obscure foreshadowings and impulses until the time when the organs of procreation come to be developed during the period of latency when sex has not arrived at consciousness is only potentially existent and has no powerful organic bias influences may operate injurious to its normal and natural evolution in that case the germinating sexual sensibility runs a risk of being both qualitatively and quantitatively impaired and under certain circumstances may even be perverted into a false channel tarnowsky has already published this experience I can thoroughly confirm it, and am prepared to define the conditions of this acquired, or in other words this cultivated, perversion of the sexual instinct in the following terms. The fundamental or ground predisposition is a neuropathic hereditary bias. The exciting or efficient cause is sexual abuse, and more particularly onanism the etiological centre of gravity has to be sought in hereditary disease and i think it is questionable whether an untainted individual is capable of homosexual feelings at all kraft ebing's theory seems then to be that all cases of acquired sexual inversion may be ascribed in the first place to morbid predispositions inherited by the patient belastung and in the second place to onanism as the exciting cause of the latent neuropathic ailment he excludes the hypothesis of a physiological and healthy deflection from the normal rule of sex i think it questionable he says 
whether the untainted individual das unbelasteter individuum is capable of homosexual feelings at all the importance of this sentence will be apparent when we come to deal with kraft ebing's account of congenital sexual inversion which he establishes upon a large induction of cases observed in his own practice for the present we have the right to assume that kraft ebing regards sexual inversion whether acquired or congenital as a form of inherited neuropathy belastung in cases where it seems to be acquired he lays stress upon the habit of self-pollution this is how he states his theory of onanism as an exciting cause of inherited neuropathy resulting in sexual inversion the habit of self-abuse prepares the patient for abnormal appetites by weakening his nervous force degrading his sexual imagination and inducing hypersensibility in his sexual apparatus partial impotence is not unfrequently exhibited in consequence of this sophistication of his nature the victim of inherited neuropathy and onanism feels shy with women and finds it convenient to frequent persons of his own sex in other words it is supposed to be easier for an individual thus broken down at the centres of his life to defy the law and to demand sexual gratification from men than to consort with venal women in a brothel kraft ebing assumes that males who have been born with neuropathic ailments of an indefinite kind will masturbate destroy their virility and then embark upon a course of vice which offers incalculable dangers inconceivable difficulties and inexpressible repugnances that is the theory but whence if not from some overwhelming appetite do the demoralized victims of self-abuse derive courage for facing the obstacles which a career of sexual inversion carries with it in our civilization one would have thought that such people if they could not approach a prostitute in a brothel would have been unable to solicit a healthy man upon the streets the theory seems to be constructed in order to elude the fact that the persons designated are driven by a natural impulse into paths far more beset with difficulties than those of normal libertines kraft ebbing gives the details of five cases of acquired sexual inversion three of these were the children of afflicted parents one had no morbid strain in his ancestry except pulmonary consumption the fifth sprang from a strong father and a healthy mother masturbation entered into the history of all it must be observed in criticising kraft ebbing's theory that it is so constructed as to render controversy almost impossible if we point out that a large percentage of males who practice onanism in their adolescence do not acquire sexual inversion he will answer that these were not tainted with hereditary disease 
the autobiographies of onanists and passionate woman-lovers j j rousseau for example who evinced a perfect horror of homosexual indulgence and j j bouchard whose disgusting eccentricities were directed toward females even in the period of his total impotence will be dismissed with the remark that the ancestors of these writers must have shown a clean record it is difficult to square kraft ebbing's theory with the phenomena presented by schools both public and private in all parts of europe in these institutions not only is masturbation practised to a formidable extent but it is also everywhere connected with some form of sexual inversion either passionately platonic or grossly sensual nevertheless we know that few of the boys addicted to these practices remain abnormal after they have begun to frequent women the same may be said about convict establishments military prisons and the like with such a body of facts staring us in the face it cannot be contended that only tainted individuals are capable of homosexual feelings where females are absent or forbidden males turn for sexual gratification to males and in certain conditions of society sexual inversion may become permanently established recognized all but universal it would be absurd to maintain that all the boy lovers of ancient greece owed their instincts to hereditary neuropathy complicated with onanism the invocation of heredity in problems of this kind is always hazardous we only throw the difficulty of explanation further back at what point of the world's history was the morbid taste acquired if none but tainted individuals are capable of homosexual feelings how did these feelings first come into existence on the supposition that neuropathy forms a necessary condition of abnormal instinct is it generic neuropathy or a specific type of that disorder if generic can valid reasons be adduced for regarding nervous malady in any of its aspects hysteria is the mother insanity is the father as the cause of so peculiarly differentiated an affection of the sexual appetite if specific that is if the ancestors of the patient must have been afflicted with sexual inversion in what way did they acquire it supposing all untainted individuals to be incapable of the feeling at this moment of history there is probably no individual in europe who has not inherited some portion of a neuropathic stain if that be granted everybody is liable to sexual inversion and the principle of heredity becomes purely theoretical that sexual inversion may be and actually is transmitted like any other quality appears to be proved by the history of well-known families both in england and in germany 
that it is not unfrequently exhibited by persons who have a bad ancestral record may be taken for demonstrated in certain cases we are justified then in regarding it as the sign or concomitant of nervous maladies but the evidence of ancient greece or rome of what burton calls the sotadic races at the present time of european schools and prisons ought to make us hesitate before we commit ourselves to kraft ebbing's theory that hereditary affliction is a necessary predisposing cause in like manner masturbation may be credited with certain cases of acquired homosexual feeling undoubtedly the instinct is occasionally evoked in some obscure way by the depraved habit of inordinate self-abuse yet the autobiographies of avowed earnings do not corroborate the view that they were originally more addicted to onanism than normal males ulrichs has successfully combated the theory advanced by tarnowsky prager and kraft ebing if considered as a complete explanation of the problem on the other hand common experience shows beyond all doubt that young men between sixteen and twenty give themselves up to daily self-abuse without weakening their appetite for women they love boys and practice mutual self-abuse with persons of their own sex yet they crave all the while for women of the many who live thus during the years of adolescence some have undoubtedly as bad a family record as the worst of kraft ebbing's cases show finally as regards the onanism which is a marked characteristic of some adult earnings this must be ascribed in most cases to the repression of their abnormal instincts they adopt the habit as kraft ebbing himself says faute de mieux in justice to the theory i am criticising it ought to be remarked that kraft ebbing does not contend that wherever hereditary taint and onanism concur the result will be sexual inversion but rather that wherever we have diagnosed an acquired form of sexual inversion we shall discover hereditary taint and onanism considering the frequency of both hereditary taint and onanism in our civilization this is not risking much those factors are discoverable in a large percentage of male persons what seems unwarranted by facts is the suggestion that inherited neuropathy is an indispensable condition and the fundamental cause of homosexual instincts the evidence of ancient greece schools prisons and sotadic races compels us to believe that normally healthy people are often born with these instincts or else acquire them by the way of custom again his insinuation that onanism regarded as the main exciting cause is more frequent among young people of abnormal inclinations than among their normal brethren 
will not bear the test of common observation and of facts communicated in the autobiographies of professed onanists and confessed earnings the problem is too delicate too complicated also too natural and simple to be solved by hereditary disease and self-abuse when we shift the ground of argument from acquired to inborn sexual inversion its puzzling character will become still more apparent we shall hardly be able to resist the conclusion that theories of disease are incompetent to explain the phenomenon in modern europe medical writers abandon the phenomenon in savage races in classical antiquity and in the sotadic zone they strive to isolate it as an abnormal and specifically morbid exception in our civilization but facts tend to show that it is a recurring impulse of humanity natural to some people adopted by others and in the majority of cases compatible with an otherwise normal and healthy temperament kraft ebing calls attention to the phenomenon of permanent effeminatio in males unsexed by constant riding and the exhaustion of their virility by friction of the genitals a phenomenon observed by herodotus among scythians and prevalent among some nomadic races of the caucasus at the present day he claims this in support of his theory of masturbation and within due limits he has the right to do so the destruction of the male apparatus for reproduction whether it be by castration after puberty or by an accident to the parts or by a lesion of the spine or by excessive equitation as appears proved from the history of nomad tribes causes men to approximate physically to the female type and to affect feminine occupations and habits in proportion as the masculine functions are interfered with masculine characteristics tend to disappear and it is curious to notice that the same result is reached upon so many divers ways next he discusses a few cases in which it seems that sexual inversion displays itself episodically under the conditions of a psychopathical disturbance that is to say three persons two women and one man have been observed by him under conditions approaching mental alienation to exchange their normal sexual inclination for abnormal appetite in the analysis of the problem these cases cannot be regarded as wholly insignificant the details show that the subjects were clearly morbid therefore they have their value for building up of a theory of sexual inversion upon the basis of inherited and active disease end of chapter five part four recording by martin geeson in hazelmere surrey